1: Visit successinohio.com today. Hey, get a room! Literally. This week on the Story Song Podcast.
2: Now hear the tale.
3: everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney.
1: I'm Rachel Oaks.
3: And I'm Michael Cassell. Every episode we walk you through a story song, and this week <laughs> we got Bacha Galoop. But how'd I do? Did you, I do it? You did
1: all right. I'm, all right. I'm proud of you, buddy.
3: To, to, to pull back the curtain, I've been practicing uh, <laughs> before, before I tried it. So we got Bacha Galoop by Louis Prima. Um, and uh, Rachel, yeah.
1: why,
3: don't you, uh, why don't you take it away? Tell us what this uh, song is about.
1: Well, this song is about a man named Bajagalup. He uh, has a lady love, and when he wants to be alone with her, he can't find anywhere to go um, because her house is too full, so they hang out on the stoop. Uh, And later on, things work out great for him and his lady love. They get married, but they have so many kids that Mm. they continue to go make out on a stoop. Yeah, That's our whole story, folks.
3: So this obviously is a is a harrowing metaphor about the housing crisis. Yes, um, very much so. <laughs>
1: about yes, that's right. About the tenements in the nineteen twenties and thirties. That's right. Yeah,
3: yeah. If you really read between the lines, it's mm-hmm. actually a seething social commentary. It really is. Um, yep. About uh about... It's
1: very deep. Very deep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My, like most of Louis Prima's songs, the mm-hmm. it's very deep. Very. This is this
3: is louis prima's the jungle um he really wanted to change <laughs> that's right. some lives uh and and change the world but this song that's right and, uh, and he failed miserably <laughs> <because> <laughs> it,
4: didn't,
3: it didn't affect anything no
4: it did not and maria are keeping company He comes around to see her every night When he wants to make the woo There's a place he takes her to You can see them when the moon is shining bright Bachigaloo makes love on the stoop Cause Maria has a bigger family Bachigaloo makes love on the stoop On the step he's full of the pep with his Maria our mama's
3: in the so Rachel, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break the format just okay. slightly and say I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna start reading these lyrics. Okay. But at some point I may turn them over to you because uh, let me check my skin tone. Yeah, way too Irish to be uh, <laughs> to be saying some of these words. No uh, problem. I'm- and in fact, I may end up accidentally
0: insulting people. Uh,
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna be
0: real careful.
1: I'm very interested <laughs> to see how you do with this
0: uh okay. before we get started though can i mm-hmm. just say i think no you know what i know this is the oldest song we've ever done a review of
1: is it true yeah 47 is... yeah because really? prior to
0: this it was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer which was 1949
1: really okay. yes i did it and then <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then before that and it was um el paso i think which was 1959 mm-hmm. I don't think really? you have anything older than that.
2: Wow,
1: this is amazing. Yeah. That's amazing to me, but I'm happy to bring it bring it along to us.
3: Well, I was going to say, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to bring this up, but my next song I was going to bring in was Battle Hill of the Republic." So <laughs> we're going way back. Okay, I'll take
1: one. it for one episode. Then I got the, uh, I got the record.
3: Uh,
0: all right, so it's like you're the you're the, uh, you're the Chrysler Building of uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's-
3: so starting at the top here, he says a and Maria were keeping compan oh, I can't even do it. Compania? Yeah. Okay. So loop and Maria were keeping compania. He comes around to see her every night. When he wants to make the woo, there's a place he takes her to. You can see them when the moon is shining bright.
1: Okay, right off the bat, <laughs> we get a couple of things. Number one is that. Our narrator is a looky-loo, and he is clearly looking at Maria and Bajagaloop. He's, he's finding them out. He knows the perfect oh, time to look oh, at them. Oh, you're saying, right, right, right. Oh, man. He is See, just... I was
0: thinking it was just an omniscient narrator.
1: Oh, <laughs> like, Cla- like Clarence from uh, It's a Wonderful Life?
3: Yeah, yeah. Or I, or I see you're saying any of the too.
0: millions of other omniscient <laughs> narrators out there.
1: No, but, yes. I, like to, I like it to be an actual on-the-streets narrator. Okay. Right. Yeah.
3: Well, I like first of all first of all, this is just someone who's gossiping yes. about what's going on in the neighborhood. That's they're right. They're telling they're telling you all about Bajakaloop and Maria and what they're up to. But secondly, Rachel, I like the added thing of he's giving you a little advice of like, right. hey, if you want to watch something pretty hot and heavy <laughs> You <laughs> wait until, you wait until the full moon. And then you 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 come over this window and you're gonna see something going on out uh on the stoop
1: out there. I mean Louie has set a schedule for crying out loud. Like he's he yeah, knows. Yeah. He's he's marked the calendar. He knows when to go look at the stoop. Um Dan, I'm proud of you for trying compania. Thank um, you, thank you. It's great. I love that we already have our two characters, <laughs> Bacha Galoop and Maria.
3: Now in the song, I think I love- see the thing I was struggling with but I think in the song, doesn't he doesn't like Maria and Compania? That's supposed to rhyme, right? The way he says it? Right. Or am I? Okay, okay, okay. Well, that's what I was struggling with because I was trying to be like, I mean, he's, he's making up a lot of words here. So I'm going to do my best, everybody. Right. That's I'm going to throw myself on the mercy of the court. Just I'm going to try <laughs>
1: here. <laughs> L- um, Louis Prima is, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but Louis Prima, his, his um, lyrics are extremely clever and play around with very loosely with language. And <clears> it's <throat> one of the things that I love about him.
3: So, um, so it sounds like he says a loop. Um but I guess that's just sort of more of like
1: it's to get you know. us into it.
3: Well, I was gonna say because it sounds like he's saying like not the bajigaloo, but a loop. You know, one of the loops. Um right. But I guess, <laughs> but I guess he's just doing that more Italian thing of just adding as and as into into words. So he, that's right. So he's saying bajigaloo is our is our hero here. Mm-hmm. He he's got a lady friend named Maria. They keep a yeah Yes. Um, and uh, he comes around to see her every night. So, obviously, that's not all they do. He comes in, he says hi to the family, you know, has, makes a little small talk, maybe has a little company. But then, he wants to make woo. Yeah. Um, which, I'm assuming, is later in the 70s, they would add a P to the end of that. Because <laughs> they, would, they would make whoopee. That's right. Um, but they, you know- Did you say that-
1: in the 70s? Yeah,
3: wasn't that from? Did they do that in a uh, Newlywed Game? Wasn't the seventies?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, I gotcha. I got gotcha. you. I think yeah, they've yeah, used yeah, it's the 60s, word, 70s. but I think they've used the word Whoopi before that.
3: Oh, did they? Okay. Well, yeah, I, I think know. it was like the
1: nineteen forties. <laughs> they started. Yeah. All right. Another fair season enough. for uh, an, when when was, yeah, was uh, making Whoopee? When was that out? Oh, the oh, four. okay. The fifties, maybe. No, the forties, probably.
2: Okay.
3: I. But if they I'm were aware on of the that new way- song, <laughs> I always just assumed um, it was from the Newlywed Game. Yeah, how would oh that's a good question. How would Bodgicalupe and Maria do in the Newlywed game? Let's discuss oh, that real quick.
1: Aces. Uh, <laughs> Aces. However, you would have to turn away real quick and the censors would have to cut off real quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think they're making it through an entire Newlywed's game without <laughs> starting to make a woo uh in their hmm. little like cabana thing that they had in the Newlywed game. Right.
3: But the question of the question of where do you make whoopee? They're gonna get that one right because oh, yeah. we know ex- there's only one place they can do. It. That's right. So yeah.
0: the uh, the jazz song "Making Whoopie," yeah, uh, 1928.
1: All right, that early. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Great.
0: So, uh, so when he wants to,
3: when he wants to, now, he, when he wants to make the woo. There's a place he takes her to, and you can see them when the moon is shining bright. Mm-hmm. And where is that place? Bajagaloo makes love on the stoop. Because Maria has a big familia, Bajicaloup makes love on the stoop, on home, <laughs> on a, on a de step. He's full of the pep with his Maria. Yep. So let's talk about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> what does the phrase "make love" mean here in this context? Because I feel like maybe it's maybe a slightly broader term than than what we would. Say now, right?
1: Maybe it could be. Um, I, I I don't know. Well, this is
0: 1947, so I'm guessing they're holding hands.
1: Right, <laughs> right. I it, just want. I
3: just wanted to like. You want are we supposed to insinuate? Well, are we supposed to take away from this? That, I mean, that they're doing it like rabbits out there <laughs> in front of the house. Like, I what's mean, happening? You know, I,
1: I think. According to the to the later lyrics, I think you are sort of supposed to uh, insinuate that. Uh, maybe it just depends on how the moon is shining at the moment. Maybe when it's a new right. moon, they they they're like, we're good right now. He's like Magellan yeah. for crying out loud, trying to figure out the best <laughs> way, the best times to like. He's... Well, the thing is, I think they do it
3: all the time. I don't think every, I don't think every night. I don't think Loop cares about the moon. Yeah, the, our narrator, our gossip is telling us when the moon is full, you can see them. But they're doing like they don't care who can see them. They're what in they're love. doing. What I was wondering was if if making love was a, again a broader term that might include, you know, them doing it. Like maybe
1: it's from, necking from, from or like something. Kiss, or, yeah,
3: kissing yeah. and necking all the way up to that. Like is that or 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 when you hear this song in 1947, are you supposed to imagine them? You know, again, like. Butt naked, going at it uh, on the stoop. <laughs> I don't know. I'm well, I'm wondering like I mean, what you're supposed to take away from it. I mean,
1: this. I will say this. I think that we we assume 1947 was much, or the 1940s, those times were much more um, demure than they were mm-hmm. than they are now. But I think yes. there's a great deal of songs that. That you're like they must not mean that, and the answer is oh right. they very much meant that <laughs> they very much you nobody invent th- this wasn't invented in 1960, uh, right. but so I think the reason that I think that they're going f- full on is when he says on a step he's full of he's full of the pep with his Maria, mm-hmm. um you could say that they're just going hot and heavy maybe but right but you know he's listen. There's if you got nowhere to go, he doesn't have money for a hotel room. They're going to figure mm-hmm. it out. They got to figure it out.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, and, I'm not I I'm not against it. The f- I'm the, just saying. The funny thing I- Yeah. Well, maybe they're exhibitionists. Maybe that's the only way <laughs> they can. That's their deal. Maybe the whole big family thing is just an excuse.
1: There's nobody uh... else in the house. <laughs> There's no one else in the house. Those it's are just all a bunch of cardboard
2: cutouts. cutouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They they home aloneed it in the in the, in the house <laughs> so that they could go out to the stoop to make love on the stoop.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love that. I think that's perfect. That's exactly right.
0: Well, I uh, think this also sort of feels a little bit in terms of like it's it's the 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 time period that it's from and and how risqué it is it feels almost like and correct me if i'm wrong but like burlesque right cuz it is it's funny right like it's intended to be almost like a novelty like comedy right. song but there is that that bit of risqué Risque ness to 100%, 100%. it,
1: a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and possibly. So this like, is a song you
0: could act, you could imagine somebody singing like a burlesque show.
1: Yeah, I agree. Right, I agree, and also possibly
3: like a little bit of plausible deniability, right? Because they'd be like, "Oh, they just they're just kissing," right, out there. But by using the term "making love," you can you can imagine more is happening, right? right. Or they're they're hinting at something that, but again, you know, they're not gonna get like because this is a time. When you could like get raided and arrested for obscenity, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. Like I know I understand that like people knew these things. Again, this was not like invented. Uh, obviously, this was going on for let me ch- again check my notes. Oh, all of human history. But uh, you know they 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 were a little more strict about no. This but sort I meant specifically so. in
1: in music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant specifically right. in music and in t- t- right, and, right, right. Uh, movies and so on. But here is the thing: the I have a stoop. And Mm -hmm. so my question is, I mean, when I think of a stoop, I think of a, like, a brownstone or an apartment building. I don't think a house, right? Right. Uh, Have you ever come out of an apartment building and somebody's, like, smoking on the stoop and you have to kind of, Mm -hmm. like, shimmy your way around them and be like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I just got to get through. Imagine (laughs) Bacica and Maria are sitting there and you have to leave the apartment building you have to kind of, like, sway around. Oh, that's awkward. That, that's awkward. I mean, that's what guess fire technically... escapes are for. That's what yeah, fire yeah. escapes are for. They're called bodega escapes, actually. So they, <laughs> escape from they call that until
3: until yeah until the early fifties. That's they call right. It's bodega loops. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess let's see. Do they say? Do they say definitely whether it's a house or like an apartment building? I don't think they do. They do later. No. They say it's a house. No, but I think here it's not clear. So I think we're assuming it's like an apartment building style thing. But I I mean, I guess technically if you have like steps up to your door in a house, right. That's still the stoop. Maybe you wouldn't call it that, but yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, I I guess it's like
1: a, I mean, I, you would call it a porch or something at that point. Wouldn't you? Well, but if you just have steps up.
0: Yeah. a, A porch is bigger than a stoop. Yeah, okay. if you just have like steps to a door that's Just like the stoop.
3: cement, yeah, just like cement stairs up to a door. Okay. I think that's that's your stoop. Um yeah, I mean we again, we associate that more with like a uh, like an apartment building. Right. Um but, you know, cuz also people might sit on the stoop only because they don't have anywhere else to go. Like if you have a house, you don't need to sit right. on an uncomfortable concrete stoop uh, right. unless, you know, you want to, but you could sit inside your house where you live. So, um I wanna say uh, this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think I've ever heard the word stoop said as frequently as we've just been saying.
2: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Except and it doesn't
0: sound like a real word anymore. Yeah, well, no, we're
3: definitely in the territory of <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> my brain is losing the ability
0: to form the word stoop because we've
1: said it so many times. <laughs>
2: you yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm no at the point where word. I'm sort
0: of thinking like that's that's the right word, right?
4: <laughs> stoop right. stoop
2: stupid?
4: That doesn't sound. Right? That doesn't sound right. I need <laughs> to look this up. Our mamas in the kitchen, our sisters in the hall, our brothers in the parlor. There ain't no room at all, so Bacigalo, makes love on the stoop. It's the only place where he can be alone. That waitress Angelina, with her he used to neck. But every time he'd kiss her,
3: she'd put it on the check. So Bajagaloop makes love on the stoop. So, uh, so the, he, he's on at a step. He's full of the pep <laughs> with his Maria. Yes. And the reason why, at least the, the given reason why they're out on the stoop, is her mama's in the kitchen, her sister's in the hall, her brother's in the parlor. There ain't no room at all. Mm-hmm. Bajigalup makes love on the stoop. It's the only place where he can be alone. Yep. I uh, Until he's not alone. He's with Maria. But um, I guess know. the only place they can be alone. Right.
1: Make, Where he can be alone sense. with his Maria.
3: With with Maria. Right, yes. right, right, right. So, yeah. yeah. Now, here's the thing. I understand she doesn't really have that. I mean, she's got a mom, a sister, and a brother. That doesn't <laughs> seem
1: true.
3: like a lot of people. I mean, that seems like a pretty normal-sized family. But I guess if they have a small place. This,
1: but this goes back to the idea of is there really no space because they don't mention a, a bedroom in there at all i'm gonna right. assume that that maria's mama is not going to let them be in a bedroom together but there's right. there seem to be a couple of places they could they could sneak away to it leads back to the idea that they're probably uh exhibitionists yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a choice by yep. Bajagaloup and maria and has nothing to do with the size of their house yeah. So.
3: The only way they can get turned on if they know people are watching them uh, <laughs> when and the moon is full. the, the
1: thing first of all, I, I don't understand what her sister's doing in the hall. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that the hall means something else, like it's like a living room and not just she's just hanging out in the hall.
0: She just walks up and down, <laughs>
1: yeah, up yeah, and down what, the hall.
0: Like a prison warden. Doing?
1: What is her sister doing? Just hanging up there. I don't know. Of course, Mama's in the kitchen. Of yep. course.
0: Her brothers in the parters, uh, in the parlor so I assume that there's like an old fashioned piano party.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Happening. Always. Well, that's the problem. Every night there's, you know, uh fabulous piano parties. Everybody's <laughs> yeah, yeah. going nutso in the parlor.
3: Yeah, and I I, mean, I assume he has the has a new one was... from Cole Porter. <laughs> yeah. That right. You know, I assume the brother was like smoking cigars and drinking brandy and making business deals. Right. Um in the in the parlor. So, you right. know, with his other with his other like 12-year-old uh friends. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: But That's yeah. right. No, I I assumed it was like the bro- the brother at the end of uh, Back to the Future, where he's like a business person, but he still ha- he still lives at home. <laughs> he hangs out in the parlor and has fancy piano parties.
0: Yeah, and he goes uh, into the office on like a Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: And look, guys, I mean, we. Isn't must that we what all... happened Back
0: to the Future? What wasn't like the next day? Like
1: yeah, it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday, and his yeah. brother yeah. picks up and he goes. I always wear a suit to the office. To which you say, right. number one, if you work in an office, why are you living at home? And number two, why are you going to the office on a Saturday?
3: Yeah. And he, he acts like Marty is the idiot. Right. When actually his question makes perfect sense. Why are you what? going to the office on a Saturday? Also, again, you have a good job. Why are you either A, living here or B, going to your parents' house to eat breakfast, you That's loser? That's right. What's wrong with you? What is happening? You? And he's like, I can't keep track of all your boyfriends and the sister. The two of you, move out. You don't have this
1: problem. Your little brother has issues, clearly, because he has not changed or sophisticated. You two have. Move out.
0: Hey, look, they were almost erased from existence, so.
1: I guess that's a good point. They had to restart.
3: They were traumatized by that, so they they don't like living on their own. They might might just suddenly wink out of existence.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's I mean right. they had
3: they had to at one point uh, <laughs> Dave came into the kitchen and they were like
1: Dave you don't have a head Dave, oh my <laughs> god right. That's right <laughs> Dave, uh,
3: So they've been through a lot I they've can been understand through a lot They've been through a lot
1: Yeah <laughs> But not as much as Bajikaloop as Maria's sister and brother in Bajikaloop <laughs> Bring us back <laughs> This is all my fault but bring us back Um so then
3: so then whoever our uh, nosy neighbor narrator is here. Yeah. Uh, they, he, they're going to run you through everyone Bajakalup has been with. What a gossip.
1: What a gossip. Huge
3: Louie gossip. Is. Uh. So they're going to explain that uh, that waitress Angelina, with her he used to neck, but every time he'd kiss her, she'd put it on the check.
1: Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, how much
3: does a kiss cost, do you think, in
1: 1947? Uh... What what about those kissing booths? Probably five mm. cents. I'm gonna say a nickel. Five cents.
3: You think so? I'm gonna yeah. say a nickel. And is that like is it like a one time thing? Like is it a bottomless cup of coffee? <laughs>
1: I think where so. yeah.
3: you get as many kisses as you want for five cents or Specific is, is kind of, each yeah. each kiss and upcharge.
1: Certain amount of refills. You get a certain <laughs> amount of refills with
3: it. <laughs> Look, you get two refills on kisses and then that's after that you gotta pay. That's it.
1: Um and delivery saying, costs extra, so what what does Delivery. Delivery cost extra. <laughs> um, he, and he says, Sir, can't you leave your work at home? She's like, I'm married to my work. I don't know what to tell <laughs> you. I'm a waitress. I have to take home work sometimes. To which Bacigalup says, no, you don't. You're a waitress. Oh,
3: yeah. I just imagine them in bed. And, he, and he's like, ah, oh, Angelina, that was that was great. She's like, okay. So uh, she just starts filling out a notepad. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what you got here. You got Let's
1: see. Put the notepad away. Oh my gosh. And a cup of um, coffee. I didn't, I thought the coffee came with it. No, nope. coffee's extra.
3: <laughs> oh, you're charging me for the disco fries too? Okay, fine, whatever. Oh, um, okay, so you said, but then they say uh, that waitress Angelina with his, he used the neck, uh, but every time he kissed her, she put it on the check. So Baja Galoop makes love on the stoop. It's the only place he could be alone. Those two things don't <laughs> follow. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, he- I mean, I guess they're only saying because now he's with Maria. That's right. He's yeah. not with Angelina. so He doesn't have a um, choice.
1: He has no choice.
3: He's also, he's got to type in names at least, right? Because oh, we yeah. got Maria, Angelina, and now we're going to hear about Josephina. Yeah. So he likes a girl with a with a A at the end of the name. Yeah. I'm going to say that he, he likes now, a
0: girl whose name is easy to rhyme with other words.
4: <laughs> yes, yes. You've heard of Josephina, who made the neighbors yell. Well, Bachi was the fella who made her push the bell. So Bachi, go Makes love on the stoop. It's the only place where he can be alone. Now he had a girl, Felicia. She always told him no. Maria, she capischa, but they got no place to go. So Bacha got Makes love on the street. So
3: you've heard of Josefina. Actually, I, I haven't, sir. I don't. Wait, sir, this is a Wendy's. I don't know why you're telling me all this. <laughs> you've heard of Josefina who makes the neighbors yell. Well, Bacha was the feller who made her push the bell. So, Rachel, this is the point. Ooh. I'm going to turn this over to you. You explain yeah. to me what the hell is going on. In these two lines, because I don't understand any of that.
1: Uh, well, I think he used to make out with uh Josephina,
3: mm-hmm. but
1: uh they would make out on her stoop, and but the bells to the apartments, she they would lean against the bells to the apartment. And the bells would go off, and so the, and neighbors, the neighbors would be, yell. The neighbors would be annoyed that she would be pushing the bell. There's more to it in the story behind the story, but I'm not doing that yet. I'm holding on to uh, it. Okay,
3: no, no, but, I like that. But yeah, okay, that's so what they're. It is. So they're they're doing it hardcore style, yeah, uh, out on the stoop. (laughs) That's right. Um, and then they while they were doing it, they would push back against the, the buzzers. Right. All the buzzers in the apartment building would go off, and all the neighbors would yell.
1: Yeah, and annoy the neighbors. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. that works for me. I do like the idea that um, I, I like to think that Louis, our gossip, is going up to somebody who has just moved into the into the building and is Mm -hmm. like, let me tell you (laughs) about the dude that runs around with all the ladies. Right. You're lucky, you're lucky he's doing it on the stoop because he used to hang out with Josefina and wake us all up in the middle of the night. (laughs) So we're like, you know what? If you're gonna, fine, stay on the stoop. Stay on the stoop because at least you're not waking us up Mm -hmm. and we'll only watch you when the moon is full.
0: Welcome if to the building. Walk- if your doorbell starts ringing in the middle of the night, let me tell you what's
1: happening. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. And also, uh, when it's a full moon, listen, Bacha we'll let you hang out on the stoop, but only <laughs> if on a full moon we can watch. Yeah, yeah. To which Bacha says, say. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm good with that.
3: You know what I say? The more the merrier. <laughs> Bajigalup, you're, you're creeping me out, man. He's got another girl. He had another oh, yeah, another girl. Now, he had a girl, Felicia, she always told him no.
1: Let's see, oh, man.
3: Maria, she capita, capicia, capicia, capicia. Maria, she capicia, but they got nowhere to go. I am officially handing the reins <laughs> over to you, Rachel, because okay. I am totally now, lost. Yeah. So help me out here.
1: Now he had a girl, Felicia. She always told him no. Maria, she capicia, but they got nowhere to go. Capicia means I under- I'm gonna, I'm understand. I'm
3: gonna say Jesus take the wheel, and by Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rachel.
1: So, capiche? You, you capiche? You understand that? No, no clue. Uh, I mean, I understand it, when when someone says capiche,
3: they mean understand. Yeah, mean, it means understand. understand. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So Felicia okay. would tell him, "No, no way, no, 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 no." And he's like, "All right, well, for, forget it. You, you can't capiche. Somebody else is going to capiche." And <laughs> Maria was like, "I very much capiche." And there we are. So, so, so here <laughs> so is what I am
3: confused. So, it's got oh man I feel, loop like is saying- Hen-
1: I feel like henry higgins right now
3: <laughs> <laughs> my god he's got it so Bajika loop is saying to felicia i want to go do it on the steps and well, she's like no
1: i don't think well, i'm, I'm, a I'm steps. asking i'm asking okay
3: so is that is that what's happening he's like i want to go do it on the steps." and she's like no but maria she likes she understands she likes doing it out there. So, so that's why he's with Maria now. Is so that what I'm gonna take away?
1: So I don't think it's specifically on the stoop. <laughs> I, I think the stoop situation is specific to where he is with Maria. I think All it's right. that Felicia didn't want to neck or make love or whatever. She right. said no. And he said, okay. And so then I'll he went Maria. on. Maria was like, let's go. Let's do this thing. But now he's like, great. I've got Maria, but we have no place. Where are we gonna? Maria, why have such a big family? Mm -hmm. Felicia was an only child we had plenty of space now I can't win but but they
3: but Felicia used to do it on the stoop too right because they hit the buttons
1: no that's Josephina Oh, all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry. You're just, right.
1: This is now. Josefina. I'm just going through my now. I'm just going through my family family tree. No, no, no. That's little Nikki's sister. You're thinking about Josephina.
0: <laughs> no, you're thinking of medium.
1: <laughs> Josephina is baby Ann's baby aunt's right, right. kid. No, um, <laughs> is
0: this is big Felicia. Or little Felicia.
1: This all, all the Felicias. Yeah. This is a this is a, a gray garden situation. No, Josephina. <laughs> I think like at the end of the night they would they would make out before she goes into the apartment building. I, I don't know. He. he he tries okay. to get it where he can.
3: I don't know what to tell well, you. But here's, here's what I was going to ask. Because either he only wants to do it on the stoop. Right. And the family thing is, is a canard, right? Right, It's, it's right. just an excuse. Or, because here's, here's the question. We're now at the point, right? That's the last girl, right? Yes. Yes. So now I'm at, I'm at my final question. Okay. Which is, Bajagaloop, he's got to do it on the stoop because Maria's got a huge family, right? Yeah. Bodgic go to your place. <laughs> Why is this oh, we got to do on the soup cuz we can't do it in Maria's house. There's so many people. Why don't you go? Why do you have to be at her house? Maybe go to he your doesn't house. have a place. You don't know. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know. That's what or, I'm asking.
1: Listen, or it could be that like or it could be that maybe Maria's family doesn't want her going to his place. That I can understand. Oh, they're yeah, like, yeah. you know, that they're like, sense. no, 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 you're staying here. It's 10 o'clock. Right. Come on.
3: That that I can understand except for the fact that they're apparently doing it right outside <laughs> on the porch.
1: <laughs> it's like when, it's like what parents say I'd rather have them drink in the house. <laughs> <Right. than laughs> <And> that's go- <laughs> the
3: thing. They're gonna do it anyway. So I'll have them do
4: it here. That's right.
1: That faulty logic.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. And now that they're married, you think you'd do okay, but 17 bambinos are always in the way. They're in the attic, the garage, the nursery, the bedroom, the bathroom, the storeroom, the living room, dining room, drawing room, kitchen, the pantry, the laundry, the basement, the study, the parlor, the, <laughs> the den and the, the hall, hall everywhere. And now Maria's roly poly from too much ravioli. Things are getting mighty tough. The stoop ain't big enough. So Bajagaloop will have to build the largest stoop. Because it's the only place where he can be alone.
3: So now we're going to move on here. Because Bajagalup, he makes love on the stoop. Mm-hmm. It's the only place he can be alone. But then we flash forward to some undetermined point in the future. Yes. Because now Bajagaloop and Maria are married. Okay. It worked out. And you think he'd do okay, right? You would think that now he can, you know, do it wherever he wants, whenever he wants. But not true, you guys. (laughs) There's a twist. Because you guys. Now, look, they did it every (laughs) night. (laughs) They did it every night. And they were willing to do it on the stoop outside. Right. So clearly, they like doing it. All right. right? I'm just going to say that. However, you guys, they have 17 children. 17 <laughs> bambinos are always in the way. And they are in the attic, the garage, the nursery, the bedroom, the bathroom, the storeroom, the living room, dining room, drawing room, kitchen, the pantry, the laundry, the basement, the study. The parlor, the den, and the hall over there, too,
1: and everywhere. <laughs> so... Back to Michael's point.
0: You know, he's complaining that there's no space for him. Yeah. They have a drawing room and a parlor. Right.
1: Listen, we say this a lot, but... He's where doing is he great. Where's he getting this money? <laughs> where This is always my thing in story sales. So where are they getting this money? That is a big place. First of all, this is not New York. This is clearly, and he's They've they've moved to the suburbs. Lily Prima is not from New York, so but but I'm a elite East Coaster, so I (laughs) assume it's from New York. But he's not from New York. uh, He's not from New York. So this is he's from New Orleans. So maybe maybe it's maybe it's New Orleans. But this is a big place. A garage, a nursery, a pantry, and a parlor, and a drawing room, a store. Why do you have a storeroom? What is I will say this.
0: He. Names, or he lists seventeen rooms, right? And he has seventeen babies, right? First of all, what are the rules saying that one person is allowed in one room at any given
1: time? <laughs> those are the—that's not are a the, thing. Those are the bunch of galoop rules. Those are the bacheloo rules. That's it.
0: Second, they're not like seventeen children, like ranging in age. Seventeen bambinos. That's those yeah. are babies, right?
1: Bambinos yeah I mean they're babies but I think that you know in regards well, to them mean, I think it's their children but I'm, I'm
0: but I'm, no no listen. no but I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm saying like they're all one is in each room right which means that at any given time 15 of them are not being watched
1: right
2: right yeah I mean, so well, maybe we should
0: put like a couple in each room <laughs> this this feels
2: like uh for themselves.
1: This,
3: this feels like one of those math problems, right? That doesn't like logically you have a, make sense. You have a
1: chicken, a fox, and a thing of corn. How do you get all of them to the other side of the river without, right. mm, oh man. Okay,
3: class. So Bajaga, Loop, and Maria have 17 children. <laughs> Each one is in a different room. I don't know what, what the math problem there And be.
1: then, so, so solve for making right. love. <laughs> solve for where to make love.
3: Equals the stoop. Um, the train
0: leaves Pittsburgh
3: right so yeah so I mean obviously and again I don't I you know I don't want I'm not going to get I don't want to get myself in trouble here but, you know, maybe loop. maybe he's got a little extra income on the side. Maybe occasionally some things fall off the back of a truck. You know, this I don't know. This
1: is the question. What does he, he do for a living that he can afford 17 children? This big house. Unless huge house. Listen, maybe it's not a huge house. Maybe there was just one big room that they started breaking up. Like, I'm, I'm not, I, I live in a one-bedroom apartment, and I'm like, well, here's the bar, and here's <laughs> the living room, and over right. here is the dining room. I got news for you. It's all the same room. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's one of those things. But yeah, yeah. But you do think to yourself, w- where does he get this money? What does he do that he's so well off? Also,
0: <laughs> you see that bookshelf in the corner? That's the study.
1: <laughs> right, what? right. Also, one I of the
0: Bambinos. I put my
1: kids up there.
3: One of the bambinos takes takes uh, after their aunt and just hangs out in the hallway.
1: All day. <laughs> right, right. Get out of the hallway. What
3: are you Go doing? into one of the rooms. Come one of the on. many many rooms we have. I got another problem. They got seventeen bambinos, nineteen people in the house. There, you better be saying there's a kid in there's a you in one bathroom and the other bathroom and the other bathroom and the other bathroom because if I don't you've know. got one bathroom. For nineteen people, you Oof, got bigger uh, problems than where you're doing it. That's an Baba issue. Galuch, Okay. <laughs> the other thing is he runs through all the things. I love the idea of being like, hey, listen, Maria, come on, let's go do it in the pantry. There's no kid in there right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they gotta figure yeah. it out. Listen, I'm just happy that they're still in love and are still interested in each other. You know, that's well, sweet. That's very but, sweet. And they uh, yeah. and uh, the. And yeah, I mean that it's just very sweet. They try, they open up a room, there's a kid there, they close the door. They open up another room, <laughs> they're, but they're still they have a plan. They have yeah. their they have their rituals every well, night, every night.
3: But there's another problem. Yeah. Cuz they're going out on the porch, uh, and now Maria's roly-poly from too much ravioli. <laughs> and things are getting <laughs> mighty tough. The stoop ain't big enough. And so you- Bodega Loop will have to build a bigger stoop. Because it's the only place that he can be alone.
1: Now, I'm going to tell you this. Mm -hmm. You can look at that and be like, that's offensive. You're calling her roly-poly. That's mean. However, I love this line. The reason being, he does not care that she gained weight. He still loves her the same. And instead Mm -hmm. of being like, you've got to lose weight, or we've got to figure this out, or I'm not attracted to you anymore, his answer is, well, we're going to build a bigger stoop. Because I still love you. I still want to be with you. Almost to an obsessive point to the point where we have 17 children. So I'm just going to build a bigger stoop. It's a love story, folks. This is a yeah. love story. I mean, it's certainly something. More,
3: <laughs> is there a more dangerous combination than a high libido and Roman Catholicism? Because <laughs>
2: that's how you end
3: up with 17 Bambinos, that's my friends. Right. That's um, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say I'm sure the ravioli played a part uh, I would also guess that maybe Maria doesn't quite have her old figure because she had seventeen children. That's I would true. imagine that might play a, a some part. Yeah, that's in that's the, on Bajagaloo as well. So yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he's not like, oh, I can't do with Maria anymore. He's like, I just got to build a bigger stoop. That's right for me and Maria. I so love,
1: I don't know why, but I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is great. He loves her unconditionally. Yeah, he does not care that she's she's gained weight. They're in love. I love it. It's amazing. I love it. Aw. Bajagaloop. Uh, Bajagalupa. Bajigalup. Anything... That, that Bajagaloop, He's not such a bajagaloop. Nah.
3: Seems all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Anything else on this song before we move on to Expanded Universe?
1: I, listen, I'm just going to say, this is a ridiculous song that I thoroughly adore. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell, but I am <laughs> beaming right now. <laughs> I have, like, a big smile on my face because I love this song.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's a part of your heritage.
1: <laughs> every, Every listen, uh, every Italian has been called a bunch of galoop. So <laughs> I feel it. But, yeah, no, uh, it's great.
3: Okay. Uh, so Expanded Universe, what do we got?
1: Expanded Universe! So I assume that this is what happens when you knock three times on the ceiling. This is the outcome of <laughs> knocking three times. There's
3: a lot of uh, city living rituals Yeah. in this, right? Uh, he, kn- he knocked on the ceiling.
1: That's how they she met. came
3: down and she was like, look, we can go up to my place, but there's a lot of people up there. Or we can go out on the stoop. And he was like, ooh, you a freak like me.
1: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I
0: feel like at some point, uh, Maria... Seventeen children. Later, is, is thinking of leaving Bajagalup, and she runs into Charlene, mm. and Charlene <laughs> says, "You have to stay with him. That the, those seventeen children. That's that's love." And, and then that's she right. sings, "I've never been to me."
1: That's and right. Maria
0: is yeah. like this. I don't understand what any of this means.
1: Yeah. To which yeah, yeah. to which Maria says, "Okay, I'll trade you." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I imagine... I'll, I'll go
0: to Nice in the Isle of Greece. You, you, you hang out with these 17 kids on a tiny porch.
1: Yeah, she's like, yeah, did yeah. you not hear that I have 17 bambinos <laughs> yeah, and a yeah. and a husband that will not leave me alone?
0: I was going to say,
3: maybe, maybe uh, Maria is like the second woman Charlene talked to. And right. she was like, look, that baby you have, that's truth. That's love. And Maria was like, I have 16 others of these at home. And Charlene was like, wait, seriously? You know what? On second thought, I think I dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'm okay.
1: Never mind. Seventeen
3: kids. I am. N- um, I am
1: not rethinking my life choices now. I appreciate you very much, lady. I
3: mean, she can definitely say to Bajagaloo, "There will be no strings to bind your hands because they are right.
1: They're they're all, all over free. each other. They're yeah, they're yeah. letting they're letting loose." Oh, yeah. I know what I was gonna say. I think that um, this. I think that their house. They bought their house, or they they left their house to uh to Rick Rock. Um, or to Rick Rock's neighbor, mm. I guess, because yeah. they did it everywhere. It's that's the right. basically the opposite of Rick Rock's situation, where he was <laughs> yeah, able yeah. to do it wherever he wanted to. a oh. they're stuck on the stoop.
3: Wait a minute, that's right, because Rick Rock had a huge house too. He right? had a huge house. Place. So you think, do you think Rick Rock bought Bajic house? That's right. Oh, and then, and then
1: just, to, like and that. then just to shove it in Bajic face, he yeah. he did it on every <laughs> surface of the house.
2: <laughs> He's like, oh, hit-
1: but you, <laughs> you, oh, you had a kid in the in the kitchen, uh, yeah. but I did it in the kitchen. <laughs> I did it in the pantry.
3: <laughs> yeah, he he did it in every room of the house, and That's at the right. end, he was like, "That was for you, Bajagaloo. <laughs> I <laughs> lived <laughs> the dream you never could."
1: Looking out for you, buddy. <laughs>
0: you think uh, you think one of those kids was Andrew Gold?
1: Oh. And he grew
0: up and, and he's telling the story and the person he's telling it to is like, why do you hate your sister so much? He's like, right. because I have 16 other sisters. <laughs> yeah.
1: There were so many of us.
3: Well, I was going to say, I mean, if, if, if Andrew Gold is like the oldest kid and he was that broken up that he had one sister, imagine the heartbreak as 15 more <laughs> right. followed behind her. Yeah. But they keep doing this. I, they oh, told me I was the only one. I mean, at this
0: point.
1: What's after Lonely Boy? Because yeah, this yeah. is like getting ridiculous. I mean, man. we can't even fit
3: on a cruise ship at
1: this point.
0: <laughs> so many of us. Maybe when uh, Felicia breaks up with him, it, it, he, he goes to her house, and Felicia's last name is Brown. And he's, he's like, <laughs> Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter.
1: Yep. Yep.
3: That's right. Um, I mean, maybe Felicia changed her name to Felina.
0: Move <gasps> to El Paso.
2: Ooh,
1: Ooh. that
0: makes no sense, but I like not that. Not at all,
1: But that's what we like about it. It's, we have to put it in there because now we both oohed, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: the yes. That that's like the black smoke when you pick a new pope. If you guys both oohed, then that makes it official. Yep. All right, let's take a uh, another uh, quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song
5: with Story Behind the Story. Alan, people like stories. I don't know, Rob. Not according to our listener statistics. Ah, uh, statistics lie, Alan. People love listening to stories. Or even better, listening to a pulp or vintage story with their best friend interrupting with jokes and other nonsense. I'm not sure I can commit to multiple additional best friends right now. Well, then... It's a good thing we're already best friends who co-host a podcast just like that called Interrupted Tales. Every episode, we tell a complete story of romance, sci-fi, crime, adventure, sports, horror, all with added jokes, commentary, and nerdy references. You can get it on all major podcast platforms or go to InterruptedTales.com. You know what, Rob? I've reconsidered, and I am open to new friendship opportunities. That's perfect timing because now everybody knows they should listen to. Interrupted Tales.
3: All right, hey, everybody. We're back. It's time for the story behind the story of Bajagaloop. Uh, <laughs> Bajagaloop? Rachel.
2: And his students. Walk,
3: walk us through. When, uh, what's the story of Bajagaloop? What's up with this guy?
1: Well, I, I'm not going to. a song. Li- I'm not going to lie to you. Considering uh, it's mm-hmm. from 1947, there's not, I couldn't find a lot about the song itself, but I've got a lot mm-hmm. to dig into. Uh, All right. So, but Magical Loop was written... Where, where did it chart? Oh, it, it did not chart <laughs> on account of there were no charts, really. Uh, mm. well Billboard charts, at least. Um,
0: we'll we'll so... call uh, number one in, <laughs> in our hearts.
1: That's right. That's right. So, Magical was released in 1947 uh, on the Majestic label. It was written by Louis Prima as well as songwriters Roy Brodsky and Sid Tepper, uh, mm. who wrote songs back then for everybody. Um, I don't have a lot about them. But uh, <laughs> the- I love- This is like
3: 1642. Like, <laughs> it's lost uh, the sands that's right. of time. That's right. I had to get a translator.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the B side of, of the, uh, this song. So this was the A side on this. Mm-hmm. this it was a- Uh, you know a single I guess but it wasn't a single it was just a 78 the B side Mm. of it was just a gigolo what
2: that's
1: right now it wasn't the obviously it wasn't the Keeley Smith and Louis Primo version of just a gigolo it was the original version of just a gigolo that he did but that's crazy to me that the B side was this song that is very very famous now Um,
0: so wait is his solo version of it not the famous version
1: no, the famous version that he of his is the uh, well, it's it's his when I say Killy Smith, I mean when his band was with when he was with Killy Smith, his band was with Killy Smith, he's the only okay. one singing, she's in the background. But the medley of Just a Gigolo, I ain't got Nobody, that's the that's the famous version of Just a Gigolo. So, did that come after? Yes, yes, very okay. much okay. so. Yeah, that came okay. out oh, in okay. the 50s. Um, gotcha. The, uh, so
0: Keeley Smith wasn't singing, but she was in the studio that day. And after he finished recording, she was like, that was good.
1: No, no, she's singing backup.
0: Oh, he said she wasn't singing.
1: No, but she's not. It's not like a, a she's not singing the lead. She's though, not yeah. singing the lead. Like Louis Prima and Keely Smith are, were famous for their duets, like uh, right. uh, like Old Black Magic, things like that. They, but she was just singing gigolo over and over again. Um, so, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, that is pretty much all about the song budget That's all I got. Um, mm-hmm. it was, it was also put out on, uh, the album Angelina that was on the, um, Prima record label in 1973. Uh, but as far as how the song came to be, I think it's just a funny song that he liked <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> quite frankly. Um, wait,
0: 1973.
1: Uh, yeah, the, the Prima version. Yes. And he re-released it. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he re released it in nineteen seventy three on an album. Yes. Michael is
3: very incredulous about everything <laughs> he you're really saying.
1: He's like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, I, what am I on trial?
3: So here? you're saying
1: Holy that she was in the studio at the time. <laughs> time. What year was Jeez, this? She's Louise. Actually it might not be nineteen seventy three. Now I'm nervous, mm-hmm. Michael. Mm-hmm. I'm am just I, finding I,
0: some inconsistencies <laughs> to your story and uh,
1: <laughs> uh it was Look, on the Rachel, album Angelina.
0: Rachel. Rachel. I'd imagine it was a compilation Rachel. album that he released in nineteen seventy three.
3: Rachel, listen, just tell me what's going on. Okay, my partner here is crazy, (laughs) but you can tell me.
1: My goodness, this is a real... No, it was 1973 on the Prima Magna Groove... Oh my gosh, let me say that again. On the Prima Magna Groove label, which was his label. Okay. Anyway, anyway... (laughs) Anyway, that's all I have about the song, uh, except okay. for the song references a number of women from other Louis Prima songs. So when we were talking about uh, all these girls, uh, all these women, mm-hmm. Angelina, Josephina, and Felicia all come from different Louis Prima songs. The most this is pa- Lu-
3: this is Louis Prima's Glass Onion. This is, is, is
1: that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, he so. Ange- Angelina is from the song Angelina. Uh, Got it. And the reference uh, there is...
0: And Zuma yes. Zuma.
1: Yes, Angelina Zuma Zuma. But yeah. again, that's kind of a medley.
0: I know, but it's fun to say Zuma Zuma.
1: Okay, so it's Angelina Zuma Zuma. My Thank gosh, you. You're going to be on my toes with my <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Holy moly. <laughs> I'm sweating bullets over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, man. Look, if you have
0: the opportunity to say Zuma Zuma and you don't, <laughs> I don't Zuma
1: know what's also. going on. Anyway, someone it's... asks you
0: if you're a god.
1: You say, <laughs> yes. yes. If here's the thing, the, her, it's not like her full name is Angelina Zuma Zuma. It's Angelina. No, her middle name is
0: Zuma and her last name is Zuma. Anyway, okay, for Christ's sake, we have three pages. Let's
1: move <laughs> on. Angelina. Uh, so is from the song Angelina.
2: Mm. Zuma Zuma, Zuma Zuma, which yeah. is, yeah.
1: and the reference is that in this in the song Angelina, Angelina is a,
2: a waitress. She's oh. a waitress,
1: yes. Um, Josefina is from the song, Josefina, Please Know Lena on the bell. Okay. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. So when you were talking about Walk Me Through This before. I uh, got this.
3: So, so you're supposed to be like, oh, that's, that's from that other song. Right. That's right. You're supposed I to get it. it yeah this is like the to... 19 this is the 1947 avengers
1: yes. the <laughs> uh, Yeah,
3: characters brought them together into one song
1: it's amazing so uh, he's I got remember. his
0: own expanded story song universe
1: yeah he does yeah Literally. he doesn't he doesn't need us no. <laughs> he doesn't need yeah, us yeah. to place him in take a letter maria or whatever <laughs> 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 or pearls a singer um so uh but i'm sure he thanks
0: us for doing that
1: i'm sure he does uh yeah um Felicia is from the song Felicia No Capisha. Uh And in Makes the sense. song, Felicia was a woman who understood everything except when he wanted to kiss her. Then Felicia No Capicia.
3: Oh, right? right? So that's it. I I'm think also going to say uh, uh, Louis Prima, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there, uh, <laughs> likes funny sounding Italian words. Oh, yeah. That, that seems well, to be a big
1: thing for him. Here's the thing. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but he... I mean he leaned heavily on his uh Italian heritage for some of his biggest songs and Sure. It, sometimes it was it was tough and it it was like tough to get play and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um but he he really pushed through with swing and with jazz, uh, you know, sort of combining them along with his Italian heritage. Um a little bit about the name slash word Bachagaloop. Uh so as a ki- the reason that this w- was very exciting to me is as a kid, I can remember my grandmother saying, "Forget about him; he's a budgetaloo." So to me, Galoop was always an, an an idiot or a moron, right? Like it was always a, it was Italian American slang for somebody who was kind of dumb. You're like, forget it; he's just a galoop. Settle down, Mister Galoop. <laughs> now I found out that there was an Abbott and Costello character who was named Mister Galoop. He was a chef, and he would get sort of exasperated. With uh with uh Abbott and Costello uh sitting at his restaurant. Um so it was also uh in regards to it being a slang for uh being dumb, it was also a favorite saying of Sophia Petrillo of the Golden <laughs> Girls. You can hear her, she called Stan a butcha galoop every once in a while and would call other people, you know, the big dumb butcha galoop. Um I found now this is interesting to me though, is that I was reading a, like probably way too much about bacchagalupo <laughs> and trying to figure out stuff about bacchagalupo. Uh, and on on a uh, on a thread somebody said in Italian butcha is to kiss and lupo is a male wolf. And so in Louis' Day a guy who was a womanizer was called a wolf in slang, so maybe that's the original idea for the song. Is bacca bacchalupo, right? right? Bacchagalupo. The kiss the kissing wolf. The kissing wolf, like he's a he's a womanizer. It it mm-hmm. it seems to be right, and it's that. I, so I I like that one. Bajagalupo is also sort of a a take on the on this uh surname Bajagalupo, an Italian surname. Um, and there was actually a famous Bajagalupo in New York. I do not think he has anything to do with this, but he was an undertaker who um saved a lot of people from um. What is it? Uh, from the like the mass graves, the sort of like paupers, paupers graves, and uh, he would bury him uh, using his own money to, as an undertaker, and he was well revered in Little Italy, um, and uh, the people loved him and would even call him, you know, Saint ba- uh, Saint Bacigalupo. Uh oh. Yeah, weird, right? There's a lot. Who knew Bacigalupo had so much? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew?
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So uh. The um. So that is all I have to say about Loop. I have a lot to say about Louis Prima. I will not say it all, I promise. But I personally love Louis Prima. Uh, He's he's very interesting. Um, But Louis Prima was born December 7th, 1910 in New Orleans to Leonardo Di Prima and Angelina Caravella. They were Italian. And, oh, they were
3: Italian. I was gonna yeah. ask. I couldn't get They,
1: couldn't <laughs> they uh, Angelina, of course, so the, the the song Angelina, named after his his mother. Uh, she was a music lover, and all the children had to play an instrument. Louis Prima actually started playing the violin. Um, but he became enamored with jazz music in the clubs of New Orleans and uh, seeing people like Louis Armstrong and and others and being around these these clubs. And after picking up his brother Leon's trumpet, or back then a cornet, uh, he was hooked and he started his own band in 1924 when he was about uh, about 15 with some friends. Um, And after high school, um, he played a couple of gigs, but he got his first sort of like big gig playing a temp job, uh, playing on a steamship, the Capitol, took him to New York. Uh, He didn't have a lot of success on there, but it was at this time that he met his first wife louise and they got married um in the early 30s he moved to new york and uh at the urging of band leader guy lombardo who was the big band leader of the time and he was very impressed with prima's uh trumpet playing uh at this time he started the new orleans gang uh who played in the style of louis armstrong and new orleans uh uh, jazz and swing music their first big gig was at a a famous club called Famous Door on 52nd Street. Uh, 52nd Street at the time was also dubbed Swing Street because that's Ooh. where Swing came up. Now, I don't know if this is true, but it's on the Louis Prima website. But they say that this helped start, this this time helped start the Swing craze and that Louis Prima turned uh, uh, dubbed the term Swing as well as uh, other... Words of the time like Hep and Solid Jack and Crazy Man. Um, and also at this time, his band received a contract to play on CBS Radio twice a week, which uh, allowed his music to go out to more and more people. Um, but I I don't... Part of me is like, all right, I could see that. The other part of me is, I'm only getting this from his website. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Because also, they call him the King of Swing, but uh, it's actually, uh, uh, I think, Benny Goodman, who they call the king of swing right because he had a huge hit with uh well we'll get into it next in 1936 prima and his band recorded sing 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 which is probably his most famous song but became a huge hit for benny goodman and if you're like huh i don't know sing 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 the answer is yes you do 1936 he also divorced his first wife and married his second wife actress alma ross um so he had a lot going on that, that year uh around this same time he was also making trips back and forth to los angeles and starring in uh some shorts and some movies such as swing it which was with lucille ball and rhythm on the range which is sort of the bigger one with bing crosby um so he's in the '30s. In the '30s, he started to pick up, you know, uh, to get more and more traction. In 1939, he broke up the New Orleans gang. Very sad, but he started the Gleeby Rhythm Orchestra. I don't know what that means, but he started the Gleeby Rhythm Orchestra. Um, Look,
3: it's 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 hep, you know. It's crazy. Man. It's hip, so, man. It's swing. <laughs> you got
1: to go with it. It's swing. It's hip. Um, so uh, somebody found this. Uh, his vocalizing has been defined by the Penguin Encyclopedia of Popular Music as a nonsensical mixture of jive speak, Neapolitan slang, and just plain bad English. So when we were talking before <laughs> about him, you know, being a little bit loose with the words, the answer is yeah, yeah, totally. Because yeah. he was uh, a, he was an entertainer. He wasn't just a singer. It wasn't like he—he he wasn't your typical singer. He was an entertainer. He was up there to be to entertain people. So he didn't care. He wasn't as precious about even his music. Right. Mm. Um, so, uh, but the 1940s, really when Louis Primo started to take off, he f- started finding his swinging novelty sound again, leaning heavily on his Italian heritage um, with songs like Angelina. Um, in 1974, he divorced Alma Ross and married his secretary, Tracy lean, <laughs> Tracy lean Barrett
0: um wow so so maybe take a letter maria really was uh
1: yeah maybe it is the inspiration i don't know why i said take a letter maria but yeah so um and listen that's uh, if you think that's the end of his marriages oh you're wrong um (laughs) so after world war ii the big band was sort of dwindling but he switched gears to make jazzier versions of all of his music um in 1948 Louie replaced his girl singer at the time, Lily Ann Carroll, with the person who would probably become his, uh, uh, the person who was most closely connected to him uh, in history, who is Keely Smith. Um, do you guys know who Keely Smith is? You two? Have you seen her before?
3: No, but okay. I mean.
1: So if you have a chance, you have to watch some video of, Louis Prima and Killy Smith. The thing that made it work is that Killy Smith is a very, she almost looks like Wednesday Adams. She had a very like like, um, short haircut, uh, very sort of stoic look to her. She barely moved when she was on stage. They were total opposites. He would jump around the stage. He had an overly expressive face. His um, voice, again, his his sound was kind of all over the place. He would, uh, you know, marble his words and so on. Kelly Smith just stayed completely still most of the time, had a stoic look on her face and has a beautiful voice. And it just worked. The juxtaposition worked so well in their vocals and on the, and their on-stage pr- presence. And then uh and the two of them and um and Sam Butera uh were who was the saxophone player and sort of his band leader. The three of them were uh kind of uh, the glue and just dynamic in their performances, both on albums and on stage. Um, so in 1952, Prima divorced Tracy Leen Barrett and later and married Keeley Smith. It was, <laughs> bound, <laughs> it, had, it was bound to happen. I didn't realize
0: they were married.
1: Yeah, they were married, they had a child. At this time, also, uh, Prima, uh, Louis Prima and Killy Smith recorded Old Black Magic, which earned them a Grammy for Best Performance by a Vocal Group or Chorus at the first Grammy Awards. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm saying. Uh, and they also appeared together in the film Hey Boy, Hey Girl, which is also a good song. Um, uh, so through the 50s, they had a lot of success. Um Frank Sinatra asked him to perform at the inauguration of JFK in 61, which was a great year. He was traveling a lot. Shortly after that, he and Smith divorced on stage and off stage, <laughs> and he replaced her in 1962 with Gia And Any guess? Who he later married.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so are we on, what are we on, five here?
1: Oh, we're on five. We're on five, okay. and I will say we are on The the last uh the the last wife. Um they had uh they had two children, uh Louis his only son, Louis Prima Jr., as well as um Lena Prima, who are both musicians. Um in 1967, Louis Prima, this is what most people will know him from, he landed the role of King Louis in the jungle book, performing the famous I Wanna Be Like You. Um if you have a chance. You should also watch the videos of him and his band performing. They have, you know, back then they would record the people who were doing the voices to see if they could get anything out of them. He is King Louis jumping around this stage. He, he is King Louis. So uh, they used a lot of his persona and personality in that character. Um, he went on to record um, albums with, um, uh, with Disney. Both this, uh, he did two Jungle Book uh albums and he also did an album uh for robin hood which i think is called make way for robin hood i forget but he did a couple of um actually he did a, a bunch of uh albums with buena vista records for um which is <laughs> di- which is disney obviously
3: you know i'm watching i'm watching videos of louis prima and Killy smith and it's phenomenal with the well, even with the sound off, so they're singing like they're obviously like singing a duet. They're singing very right. close together, and then they rub their noses together, yeah, like in a very cute way. And then when they turn their heads back, they both wipe their noses like it was, annoying. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> and then just now, you you're know, like you're saying, he was dancing around like crazy, and she was sitting very still. And then he did the thing where he turned his head and noticed she was still, and then he just jumped to attention, right, and was standing still. It's, it was funny stuff. It's great. That's all.
1: It's it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Two more things. His music has been used in countless movies, TV shows, and commercials, including um, Mr. Saturday Night, Casino, basically any mobster movie. Uh, (laughs) There's a mobster in
3: it, and they're wearing a a nice suit. Uh, You're going to hear some Louis Prima. You're going to hear Louis Prima.
1: You've got Treme, um, which Mm -hmm. is a New Orleans-based TV show. The Gap ad in the, I guess, late 90s for Khakis, which featured Jump Drive and Whale. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was huge. Well, that was during, that was that that was during that, that, the swing Daddies. revival. That's right. That's right. That lasted
3: so, like a year and a half, and that was like a big thing.
1: So he came back a little bit. Um, And if you remember, uh, also, uh, Just a Gigolo was covered by David Lee Roth. Um, so his oh, music I remember.
4: Is- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so his music <laughs> is all around. In 2010, he received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on the um, centennial of his birth, I guess you'd say. Uh, and his wife, Gia, his fifth and final wife, Gia, continues his legacy. Uh, she released Long Lost Songs in 2002 and started the ASCAP Louis Prima Award for vocalists or musicians attending the New Orleans Center for the Creative Arts.
2: Wow. Oh, and nice.
1: he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Five wives.
2: i think it
3: was fun yeah um uh, that's awesome i mean yeah he's definitely you know it's a shame he's one of those guys who uh uh, i think people definitely know the songs but he gets forgotten about just because it's so old that he
1: does yeah and he was such a different style and it's tough because back i mean he was a big deal he was huge in um you know he he did a lot of stuff in vegas he was part of that crowd but um and he, he had success in decade after decade, right? He had success in the 30s. He had success in the 40s. He had success in the 50s, and he kept going. Um, but he is one of the lesser knowns, I think, because people feel that his music is a, a novelty, which it right. is, but it's also really good. And you can tell that because it gets covered a lot, and it gets used mm-hmm. a lot, the, the um the music of it his his trumpet playing i mean they called him the lip um his trumpet playing all of that stuff is really really good but i think people because of the lightness of it and the way he was on stage and everything people think that it was just kind of a novelty act and it wasn't there was a lot of musicality to it
0: well i think it's also the the covers are almost part of the problem because the covers came so long after the originals, and like if they're used in a gap ad, or if right. like Jump Jive and Whale was a huge hit for Brian Setzer, you almost don't realize that it came from something else.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. You
0: know,
1: unlike Frank Sinatra songs or Bing Crosby songs, um, there's no uh, it, it, he gets his music keeps being rediscovered as opposed to staying in the in the culture. I I will say this. I urge everyone out there to download the wildest and um listen to it start to finish because you will get that vibe of of him in person. He interacts with Sam Tari, yes. You know, he interacts with uh, everybody who he's performing with and there is like um I guess it's I ain't got nobody. Like there's a part where he you can hear him getting everybody pumped up and it gets you pumped up. It's great. It's a great is it, album.
0: Is it a live album or is it um, no. like a studio recording?
1: No, they did, a, they did a live album of sort of the wildest later on, I think in 50, uh, 59 maybe. Um, there were like three in rapid succession that he did, um, and one of them was a live album. I forget which one it was, but that's him.
3: Uh, thank you, Rachel. Uh, we take a quick break and we come back. We'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Remember when Twitter was fun and not hastening the collapse of Western civilization? Twitter can be fun again. When you follow us at story underscore song, you'll find out about our upcoming episodes and see lots of great behind the scenes content story underscore song, putting the fun back in Twitter. All right, we're back. It's time for lessons learned. You guys, Mm -hmm. what lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Let's start with Michael. Michael, what lesson did you learn?
0: uh i learned bunk beds if you have <laughs> 17 children get bunk yeah. beds so that you don't have to keep one in a different room
1: that's right or each
0: one in a different room
1: not every at that point not every kid needs their own room that's no. crazy no. to- especially if
0: one of the rooms is the garage yeah right.
1: or the kitchen come on
0: and the basement and the study and he has a study the- <laughs> Did we I, talk I, about the fact that he has a my, study?
1: I I was just upset at the size of Bajagaloop's house and that he still <laughs> feels like he has not enough space. But he yeah, he has I a do. study and a parlor. And you know what, Bajagaloop, you put bunk beds in there. Some of the kids are gonna even enjoy it that way. Sharing rooms. You know? They get to know their siblings. It'll be fun. And
0: imagining... don't just as long as you don't name one of those kids Andrew Gold.
1: That's right. I'm just
0: <laughs> just not like their just siblings.
3: Imagining bunk beds just 17 bunks stacked on top of each other (laughs) right right. then we only need one room the kid on the top uh taking an elevator up to his bed (laughs) yep all right uh rachel what do you got
1: uh i'm gonna say this when you're walking around your neighborhood keep your lunar calendar with you because (laughs) if if it's a full moon you gotta know what stoops are well lit, yeah. so you can yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can keep an eye out for things if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Know what I mean?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. a celebrity sighting tour, except that you're
1: <laughs> you're except you're a perv.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except you should be locked up. Right, sicko.
1: right,
2: right. Oh
1: uh,
2: man,
3: Daniel. I'll i just say the lesson I learned is look, uh, children are a blessing uh, from God. <laughs> Obviously, they, they are the light of your life. But um, when you have a child, you do have to pull the doctor aside uh, and just very quietly, you know, you don't want you don't want your wife to hear, you know, it's very quietly to say, "Doc, look, level, level with me." Uh, Is this a hallway kid? Is this kid? Is this kid be hanging out in the hallway all the <laughs> You're time? What I'm saying? And look, yes. You should love a hallway kid as much as a normal kid. Hallway kids
1: need the most love.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But let's not kid ourselves. They're always going to be a hallway kid. You're and you're do- <laughs> gonna walk around for the rest of your life being that kid is in the hallway again.
1: When you're doing your like your, you're your, doing, yeah, when you're doing your family history, and the doctor's yeah, like, yeah. so any history of anything, it's like, it's like well, uh, her sister is a hallway,
2: person. <laughs>
1: so the hallway kid. Oh, you're gonna want to be aware of that. No.
0: Yeah. She just wanders okay. up and down the hallway for <laughs> hours. Okay,
3: so she's a hallway kid carrier. Got it. Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll, yeah, be, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll look for that in the blood work. Thank
1: and you. nothing, and nothing in your family, not in your family. No, we're yeah, just no, stupid stoop lovers
3: we're just yeah yeah we're just st- st- stoop i don't know whatever <laughs> That's a Good not think of a good word yep. that would be family friendly here on That's the family right. friendly podcast hey guys e. this family friendly podcast is called the story song podcast uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh please follow us on the socials like facebook Instagram and Twitter. If you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'd certainly appreciate it. And if you like the show, please tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll listen to it uh, on the stoop on a full night while they're watching what's going on across the street.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: And then they'll tell their friends. And they'll tell their 17 children. Yep.
3: And before you know it, you got a party going, my friend. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll be back next episode with another great story song. So I've been Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks.
0: And I'm Michael Cassell.
3: Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. It's
4: the only place where he can be alone.
3: Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com.
0: Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast.
1: And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening.
3: Look, I know you're good. like, mom is gonna be like, Look, I know you like to do it, but I like it
0: to watch.
1: So, <laughs> oh my right. God. I'm
0: glad you didn't make that joke.
6: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.